0: laid in exterior a redwood forest twilight full moon rising between trees green city limits sign next to dark highway dissolve to sign white block letters arcadia california population 16,180 freeze frame superimpose episode 28 buzz track
1: Monday, June 1st, 2009. It's nice to have things figured out. I mean, I'm not saying everything in my life just makes sense or anything, but
0: for the first time since, well, probably since we moved here,
1: I feel like I know what's going on and why and what's going to happen next, which is frankly a relief. I've been thinking about what Cyrus said about Delphine and the solstices and the moon and people being taken, traded. Okay, I did have to review the tape a few times, but it seems like it's sticking in my head now. And I guess I'm having a hard time being worried about it. Maybe I should worry. I mean, he did basically tell me I'm going to be abducted by some extra human force in something like a year. I just... it's hard to get worked up over. For one thing, that's a year from now. Practically anything can happen in a year. For another, I still haven't really figured out why he why everyone is acting like it's the worst thing that could happen, being taken by them. I mean, it's scary. Sure, it's scary, but going to college is scary, and no one tells people they shouldn't do it. And, yeah, this is different than going to college. A lot different, but... I don't know. Big changes are big changes. This one is just... a bit bigger. Anyway, it's still a year away. I should talk to Elliot about it. He seems like he'd understand. There's. Actually, a lot I want to talk to him about, especially, I mean, we've gone out quite a few times now and hung out and stuff. Are we dating? Like, officially? I don't want to assume anything, but also, well, I want to see what he thinks about other stuff. Maybe it will just come up or something. Still, it's nice to have-
2: Ah! Shit. Fuck. Shit. Shit. Mom? Shit. Uh, sorry, honey. You okay? Just dropped something.
1: Okay. Cool. There is one thing, though. Mom is being weird. Again. Still. I I don't know. I guess I just feel weird because she's... It's hard to explain. She's just really... jumpy. And I heard her and Karen not really fighting, but sort of, the other day. It, it just seems like she's, like, nervous all the time. It's honestly starting to get on my nerves. Why can't she just be normal for a while? Like, it's not my fault we're part of this family. It seems like she should just get used to it, I guess. She's been a falconer in Arcadia a lot longer than I have, and I'm not being like that. I really should look through that other journal. Mom's journal. I haven't gotten around to it yet. I know I should, but it's just not like I need more proof or anything. I know they are real. I know what they want. What else could be in there, you know? Still, I should at least look at it before the third proof. Okay, I'll look at it, skim it at least, tomorrow. Tuesday, June 2nd, notes on the rules of hospitality in small town America, working title. It is also good to be back working on the film. I can't believe I let myself get so sidetracked with Okay, as things to get sidetracked by go, I think my distraction was pretty reasonable. But, anyway, so I've gotten to the part where suddenly the girl, Lavinia, doesn't exist anymore and everyone's acting like she never has. At first, he's taking it in stride, but as more and more reminders of her start showing up, he starts to feel like he's-
3: Hey. Hey. Seems like you had a busy weekend.
1: Huh? I mean, not really. Not more than usual.
3: I stopped by the Falconer house Sunday.
1: You did? Oh, yeah, I was hanging out with Will and Leah. Sort of. It's kind of complicated.
3: Complicated? Yeah,
1: we went to the arcade, and, uh,
3: maybe we could
1: talk somewhere else?
3: Is something wrong? No,
1: no, nothing's wrong. At least I don't think anything's wrong. I guess Leah might say something was, or Sai, but... Um, I mean, they don't really know, I don't think. Uh, like I said, it's complicated.
3: You're starting to make me concerned.
1: It's fine, I promise, but... Could we talk somewhere else? More private?
3: Alright. In here. So, what's up? And are you sure I don't have to be worried? Totally.
1: I mean, not any more than usual, I guess.
3: (laughs) That isn't very reassuring. I guess not. So?
1: Oh, yeah, um, okay, so,
3: did you hear about Mr. Jinx? That he was hurt. Yeah, he fell and he's in the hospital with a concussion or something, right?
1: No. I mean, yes, he's in the hospital, but he didn't fall. Mr. DiCaprio attacked him. I see. You don't sound surprised.
3: Nothing Mr. DiCaprio does, or fails to do, will surprise me.
1: What does that mean?
3: He's not a good man, man. man.
1: Oh. Well, we saw him do it. Attack Mr. Jinx, but they'd been talking about Delphine, so we went to her house to see if she was okay, and Cy met us there and took us to the lumber mill because it was safer to talk about. God, I I sound crazy. I'm sorry, it was just all weird, and I really wanted to ask you about some of it, but I didn't want to... I didn't want to sound crazy.
3: You don't sound crazy. Believe me, Nico, you're not going to sound crazy talking about this stuff. At least not to me. Other people are... less accepting. But I'll always take you seriously when it comes to things that involve them. We share too much for me not to. Oh. Good. That's... good. So, Mr. DiCaprio took you to the lumber mill?
1: Yeah. Do the plaques do it to you, too? Make
3: you forget stuff? Sometimes. What did he say?
1: Just a bunch of stuff I already knew about the Bargain and the Falconer children, they got to go live with them, how they had to give them back when the, when the full moon and solstices are close together or something. About Delphine and who she is. Uh, basically, it was everything Leah had already figured out, but I guess he wanted to be sure I knew.
3: Nico, you can't trust him.
1: Huh? Sai? Oh, I know that. Do you? Sure. He's clearly got his own agenda. He basically said that. That and that he thinks they are dangerous. Is he touched? I told Leah I didn't think he could be or I would know. I mean, or you would have told me. He reacts to the eclipse sign too, so I figure that must mean he is, but you didn't say anything, and he clearly has issues with them, so I figured. He's not touched.
3: He isn't
1: anything. He has to be. I mean, the sign affects him, so doesn't he? I feel like I'm missing something here.
4: Elliot? He's... Now I'm the one who's gonna
3: sound crazy. You won't. He's... Well... He thinks he knows who they are. What they want. Why they are interested in Arcadia. In us. He thinks they will do us harm. While calling it gifts. Why? He thinks that they hurt someone who he loves. Ooh. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna say who. But I, I can tell you that he's wrong. He seems to think he knows what they do, and how they do it. And that both what and how cause harm. Why?
1: I mean, it's pretty obvious that they've done a lot of good for people here. We know that. Should I say something to someone? About Sa- Mr. DiCaprio? Will told me about the arcade, that it's ai I-I don't know, that the police won't do anything about what happened, but should I tell- God, I don't know who I'd tell even, but I feel like I should do something. Especially if Mr. Jinx is still in the hospital.
3: Is he going to be okay? He'll be fine. Really, Nico. He's tougher than he looks. They're probably just keeping him to be safe. If he were really hurt, well, people would have known.
1: He's got something to do with them too, doesn't he?
3: He's not touched, if that's what you're asking.
1: No, that wasn't... I mean, that's good to know too, but it wasn't what... Why does the arcade have the stay out of our business sign on it anyway? Where else is like that? Does everyone just know about it? Because that seems like kind of an issue if people just know where they can get away with whatever, though I guess that assumes people are inherently going to want to do bad things. I wouldn't just commit a crime because I knew a place I could get away with it, and I bet most people wouldn't, so I guess... uh, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> it's fine. But don't worry about Arthur. Arthur, he'll be alright. <laughs> you might have been more shaken up than he was. Oh,
1: do you know Mr- Why don't
3: we get out of here? There are still a lot of Interesting places in Arcadia I haven't shown you yet.
1: Right now? There's still fifth and sixth period.
3: I'll text Anthony. Principal Von Howden. Do
1: you have the principal's cell phone number?
3: Oh, yes. You know. Just in case. Okay, but... It's fine, Nico. Like I said, there are advantages to being touched. Not just responsibility. So are you going to come with me? You may not have realized, but I actually very much enjoy your company. Oh, uh, great. Yes, I mean, if you're sure it's okay. I'm sure. Okay, then. Cool. Tuesday, June
1: 2nd, 2009. Okay, so I won't make this a habit or anything, but I kind of... Ditch to the end of the day today. I wouldn't have, but Elliot said it would be fine because we were going to do stuff related to them and so it wasn't like we were just skipping school for the hell of it. And we were. And it was. Okay. I mean. He took me to another door. It was nice. The door, but also spending time with him. I think I really like him. You know, I haven't felt like this about someone for a long time since way before we moved here. Most people... They just don't get me, you know? Elliot's different. I swear, sometimes it feels like he can see through me, which is sort of uncomfortable, but in a good way? I don't know, it's complicated. But really nice. Anyway, he took me to a door over by where Delphine's house is. I kind of hoped we might run into her. I'm still kind of worried, I guess. No one's seen or heard anything about her lately, as far as I know. I don't think Cy did anything to her, but I... Kind of can't really be sure, especially with what people have been telling me about him. I just, I don't really trust anything that he might say anymore, which is probably a good thing. Anyway, we didn't see her, but we got some time alone, and we got to talk, which was really nice. There aren't as many doors as I thought there were. I still haven't read that section in the book. I keep meaning to, but other things keep happening. I am going to sit down with it this weekend, for sure. Anyway, Elliot did explain that there aren't that many. I guess it's hard for them to open doors. It's easier for us to do it on our side to let them come come through, but it also takes the right kind of energy. I still feel a little crazy talking about this, but, I mean, I've seen it, experienced it directly, so it's not like I can say it isn't real. So, like I said, the right kind of energy, but also the right kind of place, or maybe the place and the energy are kind of the same thing. It's. A little complicated, and Elliot got a little weird when he talked about it. Not like bad weird, just... weird. Distant, I guess. Did that whole thing where suddenly it's like I'm talking to a different person. I really like him. I think. I mean, I do. I I just... I like how he isn't predictable. It's really cool. But the doors. So, there aren't that many because they're hard to make and they mostly need people on this side to set them up. Most of them are in the Timberland because I guess stuff made by people isn't really very friendly to them. Elliot was talking about iron and stuff like that. I want to ask Leah about that, what metal has to do with things and if there are ways like, I don't know, I guess make my house more friendly to them? Because Elliot was saying there are all these ways that people can shut themselves off because they aren't willing to really open their minds about it. Like, they've already decided what they think, so they just close all avenues of communication. I really don't want to do that. I'm pretty sure Leah will have ideas about what I can do. Or not do, I guess. This door was different. Well, similar, but not quite. It's really hard to explain. It felt different, but it didn't really. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't even try to explain. Maybe it's just something you either get or you don't. I need to learn more about them. Doors. Elliot keeps expecting me to understand things he's talking about, and I really should get on the same page. Huh, and don't want to let down the, what would you even call it, the brotherhood of touched people? God, that sounds crazy. But I mean, I guess I live in a fairy tale now, so. I should really find out if
3: that's something that's okay to say or if it's insulting too. The moms are fighting.
1: Probably shouldn't eavesdrop, but they still aren't telling me things I need to know. So, frankly, I feel justified getting the information however I can. They never used to fight. I'm really worried they only are now, because...
4: Stop saying it's nothing! It's not nothing! Did you even come to bed last night?
2: Yes, you were already
4: asleep. How do you even know it's still here? You said yourself you might have taken it with you when you moved out, or... Maybe your parents threw it away. It was 20 years ago. They couldn't
2: have thrown it away.
4: You can't be sure of that. People aren't always aren't always rational when they're grieving. If they were together, they might have just tossed them at the same time because they both made them think of... Not
2: wouldn't, couldn't. They couldn't have thrown it away because there's no way they could have found it.
4: Babe, I understand this means a lot to you, but you're not thinking rationally.
2: You don't understand. You can't understand. You still think this can be looked at rationally, after everything I've told you. I I don't... It's got to be around here. You've
4: looked there a hundred times already.
2: If you aren't going to help me look, then go away. Babe, I...
4: I know it's important to you. I get that. I do but there are so many other things to remind you of him. I know you want his thoughts in his own words, but you need to let this go. I'm starting to get really worried.
2: It's not about his thoughts. Friend, I told you, it's... (sighs) The journal has a bargain in it. The one he tried to make right before. I need to know what it said. What he he asked for. I need to know now because Nico. You've seen how much time Nico spends with Steven's son. Yes, and
4: that's a good thing. He's finally making
2: friends. I am glad he is making friends, but the Baldwin boy. Elliot. Yes. He is not someone I want Nico to be. He has connections. To Arcadia that I don't... (sighs) We agreed. We wouldn't let anyone tell Nico he has to practice. And Elliot is... He
4: seems like a polite, put-together kid.
2: Yes, he is that. He's also...
4: Just let it go for a bit. Babe, Nico's making friends. He's happy. He's adjusting to the move. I'm even starting to think I might like it here. I I feel like as soon as he and I started to get comfortable, you... I what? It... It just seems like you've started looking for problems. And... Finding ones where there really aren't any.
2: You think I am making up my worries about our son?
4: No, God, no, of course not. I know you're worried, but this thing with Lyndon's journal and the practice. Nico's clearly not being forced to do anything. It doesn't feel right to push him not to explore the religion you grew up with.
2: It is not a religion.
4: The practice, fine. I just... I am wondering if you might not be a little hurt that he's finding something good in it when you didn't.
2: I am not hurt. This has nothing to do with me. It's about him and the danger he's putting himself in.
4: You keep saying that, but... but what danger, exactly?
2: I cannot have this conversation. I'm going to look in the attic. I can help. Please, just... stay out of my way for a while babe i need some time to myself
1: shit mom knows about the bargain linden made i i really should see what's in the journal they gave me the one she wrote i feel like i'm missing something really important
0: smash cut black screen over black roll credits Nico McCleary is played by M. German. Elliot Baldwin is played by Rue Dickey. Holly McCleary is played by Vanessa Haas. Karen Segretti is played by Corbin Appleby. Arcadia, California is a production of Law of Names Media. It is written and directed by Lee Seguente and edited by Eric Seguente. More information about the show and its cast can be found in the episode notes or at arcadiacalifornia.lawofnames.com. Fade out.